Welcome back, Primetime Thoughts fans. I'm here today with my guy, Ramon. We are uh, shooting episode 76. We'll talk about some football. Might do a little bit of basketball, even though there ain't a lot to talk about, especially for Ramon, but we'll save that. Anyways, uh, hope y'all are having a great week. Finally got some football back this weekend, and everything went smoothly, or as smooth as it could be. So, uh, all right, let's get into it. Our first topic of the day, we're going to talk about our top five power rankings and so far in the NFL. Ramon, take it away. All right, top five, pretty basic, pretty simple, I would think. Probably got most of the same teams. Number one, KC, Super Bowl champs, and didn't lose. I thought they would. I thought they would give up less points to the Texans, but I got them number one. I got the Saints number two. That should have been more of a blowout, in my opinion. Number three, I got more Ravens. Number four, I had the Seattle Seahawks. And number five, I'm going to throw a curveball. I'm going to say the New England Patriots. Uh, Number five, I'm going to go with Seattle. Number four, I'm going to go Green Bay. Two or three, I'm gonna go with the Saints, two Ravens, and one, I'm gonna stick with the Chiefs till they get beat. They're at the top, pretty simple. Uh, yeah, honorable mention, probably go with the Patriots. They look pretty good. Defense wasn't as bad as I maybe expected with all the players sitting out. Minnesota, you looked horrible. That defense was shit. You need a Definitely work on that. And uh, Washington, shout out to Washington, seventeen nothing comeback. It's the Eagles. That was nice. All right. Second topic of the day, we're going to discuss some potential trade options available in the market or the wide receiver market. Odell Beckham has reportedly and also unreportedly been shopped by the Browns, and Allen Robinson has come out and said that if the Bears don't want to give him what he's worth, he's willing to uh, take a trade. So, Ramon, do you think either of these guys should be traded? If so, where? Um, from the Bears, I would keep them. You don't really have anything left there. Cleveland, if he doesn't want to be that, there, because I was managing other, you know, and Joku was still there. Maybe I could do it at Odell and start giving New Joku some of them reps for in front of Callaway. But Baker Mayfield and their offensive line is complete dog turd. So he's not getting the ball anyway. So yeah, I'd probably trade him. Patriots, like, Patriots for either one of them, but mainly. OBJ for the Patriots. He's really the friend of Cam. He works out with Cam. And that's the one thing they're pretty much missing on offense. If they, if they got him, they might be dark horse contenders come playoff time. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, New England should definitely look into either one of them if they're actually available because pretty sure when uh, Odell got traded to the Browns, they were one of the teams that uh, 
was in the front running to hit him. I think they offered a first-round pick, but the Browns didn't – or the Giants didn't want to trade him to uh, New England. So, uh, Other teams, yeah. I think the San Francisco for either one of them teams – I mean, for either one of them players, the Saints, because Michael Thomas is playing on a bum ankle, and you don't – that's probably going to go bad. Oh. Yeah, I agree. The Saints definitely – they could use another receiver. I don't think we can afford Odell, but if Allen Robinson could be obtained for the right price, I would I would take Allen Robinson. I wouldn't be opposed to that. Yeah, Allen Robinson yeah, or, uh, or the Ravens. That's the three teams that come on. Saints, 49, the Ravens, and probably Patriots are 14. Sounds good, sounds good. All right, topic number three. We got our top five games of the week. We're going to do our score predictions for these games and our X factors. So let's kick it off with a noon contest, Central Time, between the Los Angeles Rams and the Philadelphia Eagles. Who you got winning, Ramon, and who is your X factor? Going to go with the Rams. 24-21, X-Factor, Cam Akers. Okay. I'm going to take the Rams. I'm going to go 20-13. I think it's going to be a little low scoring. My X-Factor will be, I'm going to say Michael Brockers on the defensive line for the Rams. Help anchor the run defense to slow down Malcolm Brown and Cam Akers. Or, uh. Miles Sanders and Corey Clement. Because uh, Miles Sanders is expected to be back this week, and he should be a big part of that offense. So I think they're going to have to stop the run. All right, let's go. Second game, we got another noon contest between the Denver Broncos and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Who you got, Ramon? Who's your X Factor? I'm going to go with Pittsburgh Steelers, 31-14. I think James Conner has a big game. Okay. Um, I'm going to go upset. I'm going to take the Broncos to win this game. I think it'll be, be a little defensive, but it'll be a close matchup. I'm going to say my X factor is going to be Drew Locke. I think he's going to have to play a turnover-free game in order for them to have a chance against the Steelers. They have a great defense. What's four? Oh, uh, I'm going to go Broncos 24, Steelers 21, game-winning field goal. Love that. All right, let's see. Okay. Our primetime matchup of the week, we have the Baltimore Ravens taking on the Houston Texans. Who you got, Ramon? Ravens, 35, Texans, 17. Tough schedule for the Tough schedule for the Texans to start out the year. You got the Chiefs, and then you get the Ravens back-to-back. That's that's tough. I'm also going to take the Ravens. I'm going to go – I'm going to take them 30 to 20, X-Factor – Mark Ingram, he's got to get going. They, they, the Texans have nobody to throw the ball to. 
Yeah, Brandon, like. Cook, Brandon Cooks is not a bad number two option. Neither is Will Fuller. But as far as a true X receiver who on third to ten, you know you can go to, they don't have that. So it's going to be tough. All right. And Brown, Dez Bryant, if it's not saved, another little 0-1 one is troubled. Or Allen Robinson or Odell would be very capable in that offense. Indeed. All right, let's kick it to a Sunday night matchup. We have the New England Patriots and Cam Newton taking on Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks. This is going to be a good one. Who you got, Ramon? 34-31. My number five team up at the Seahawks, my number four team. And the X factor will be, I think Cam Newton has a big game. Okay. I'm going to take Seattle to win this game. I think it'll be a close one, probably like 27-20. My X factor is going to be, I'm going to say the entire Seahawks offensive line. In order for Russell Wilson to not have to run for his life every play, I think they're going to have to lock in and make some blocks. And our final matchup of the week, we got Monday night football between a pair of unbeaten so far through week one. We got the New Orleans Saints traveling to Las Vegas for the first game ever at the Raiders' new stadium. Who you got, Ramon? Saints, 42, Raiders, 10. Okay. X-Factor, Emmanuel Sanders. That's fair. That's fair. There's no way they're going to be able to keep up. So, Michael Thomas, if you haven't been paying attention to anybody – He's likely not going to play this week and probably not next week and maybe even a few games after that with an ankle sprain. So the Saints offense is definitely going to take a hit. I'm still going to take them to win this game. I'm going to say 31 to 20. And my X factor will be uh, Traquan Smith because he's the big body guy that's going to have to replace Michael Thomas, especially with red zone production. So we'll see. All right. Topic number four. Let's get into some fantasy football. Who are you starting this week, Ramon? Who are you sitting? You can give me as many as you want. Okay. Going to go with start Cam Newton against the Seahawks. Sit DK Metcalf against the Patriots. Okay. I'm starting Jonu Smith against the Jaguars. And I would sit whatever the Titans kicker is because I don't know. They've had kicking issues for three years now. Steven Gostowski, I needed 11 points out of him last week. This dude missed three field goals and an extra point. He would have had like 17 points on a night if he had connected on all his kicks. Uh. Another sit, I'm going to go Cortland Sutton against Pittsburgh. Not sure he's 100% yet, and that's a tough secondary to face. Uh, another start. start. Take it away. Roby Anderson, Black people, Patriots against the Bucks. Okay. Not the uh, Panthers. Uh, I'm going to say sit Chris Godwin against Carolina, unless you just have no depth. He's kind of banged up. He's in concussion protocol right now. He's questionable. But he didn't he, – he looked like he got start, hurt. 
he got his bell rung against the uh, Saints, and he stayed in the game, which surprised me. I was in, like, the second or third quarter. Great. Or whoever's playing the defense. San Francisco. Definitely start San Francisco's defense. If you got Jimmy Garoppolo, you might want to start him, too, unless you have just a much better option. Uh, Raheem Mostert must start. Fantasy stud, underrated pick in uh, this year's draft. He was like a fifth, sixth rounder. I felt like that was Calvin undervalued Cook. for him. Joe Burrow, start. Joe Burrow tonight against the Browns. Okay. Not, not a bad pick. Not a bad pick. I like Joe Burrow. I thought he played really well against the Chargers. Uh, A.J. Green got that unfortunate <laughs> pass interference penalty, which may or may not have actually been pass interference, but – it was tough. And I'm going to say, let's see. I would say you could start Naeem Hines against Minnesota. He looks like he's really coming in as the second and third down guy in Indianapolis. Any short situation, spread situation, where they're going to throw the ball, third downs, he's going to be in there. Jonathan uh, Stewart, whatever. The, yeah, dude from uh, the, the running back out of Wisconsin. I tried he, to pick uh, up Hines, but somebody got him. Yeah. He, he's a good play, too. Either the Colts running backs with Marlon Mack going down for the year. He's going to get a lot of pick, points. I was going to pick him up and trade him there. I ended up picking him up. We'll see how he does. No one when I picked him up, he'll probably score one point. But yeah, usually Colts backs are uh, don't touch him in fantasy. But with Philip Rivers now quarterback, you know they're gonna hand the ball off. So if, in order for him to not throw twenty five picks, they gotta open up the, the pass with the run. So Colts definitely need to step it up. All right, uh, I guess we can talk about some basketball now. Uh, for those who didn't see it, Miami is up 1-0 on the Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals. They won an overtime close game. Jimmy Butler came through clutch, and overall it was it was a good, solid team performance by the Miami Heat. And our Western Conference matchup is now set. We have the Los Angeles Lakers taking on the Denver Nuggets, which I actually predicted two months ago on the podcast. I think it was what, episode 67, which I wasn't, I wasn't hundred percent sure it was going to happen, but I'm not entirely surprised because for whatever reason, the, the Clippers could just not find their, their defensive chemistry. They were switching when they didn't need to switch. Nobody was taking the initiative. Kawhi kind of disappointed on both ends of the floor. He couldn't make a basket in game seven. And I honestly could not believe what I was watching. There's no way I would think a team like that with, with two all-world, two-way wings would uh, blow a three-to-one lead against a, a young team like the Nuggets, but I guess it happens. You, know. you got any thoughts for your Clippers, Ramon, and what they need to do going forward in order to get back and get right and make sure that they don't let this happen again? Um, get a playmaker at the point guard position. Somebody that can actually suit. Definitely. Uh, it more play time. Shamit more play time. I don't know why Shaman wasn't getting a lot of minutes because 
don't feel like he's a good shooter, you should be out there, especially when you're you're having struggles offensively. I'd go. I would refine Montez for the right price, and I, he would be my starting power forward. Okay. And that's pretty much it. But I'm more Sham at more playtime playmaker at the one and resign Montrez and start him. Yeah. Uh, for the most part, the Clippers situation is one of those where it's more like you get everybody back, you run it again, try to work on chemistry, you know, ball movement, defensive assignments, and you really try to, you know, get, get it together with the coaching aspect of things, which oh. – Doc Rivers' name, he's been getting some, some heavy slander and maybe deserved. What do you think about Doc Rivers? Does he stay? Does he go? Do you want him to stay? Do you want him to go? What do you think? Give him, I give him next year. Basically, the do or die year for him. That's fair. They would have to admit that. Obviously, I think they would have to, I think they would have to win the whole thing for them to keep. Either oh, yeah. Kawhi or- oh, yeah. The, first off, the Clippers have to extend Paul George if they can because they gave up seven, seven first – I think it was seven first-round picks total between their picks, the Heat picks, and pick swaps. Plus Shea yeah. and uh, uh, Gallo. So, you have to bring back Paul George no matter what. Otherwise, that looks like the worst trade in history. Even if Paul George just falls off a cliff, you have to re-sign him. Have to. Yeah, have. but at least – if they don't at least make it to the NBA Finals next year, yeah, got to pack them up and get them out of there. Backer. Oh, yeah, the next year, it's winter buses. You lose second round, gone. You lose conference finals, gone. You lose in NBA Finals game seven, gone. You, that's the thing. You got to win. You can't run a team like yeah. that with all those stars, all that defensive prowess. The shooting, the depth. I mean, they got 11 guys on that team that can go. There's absolutely no excuse to not win a championship next year. Everybody's in their prime, ready to go. Like, it's it's win now or it's see you later. There's no, no way around that. Uh, so let's get a – what do you think about this Easter Conference matchup? You think Miami's going to hold on or you think the Celtics are going to take this one? I had Miami and seven college hero game winning three. Yeah. So it's going to be pretty back and forth. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think the Heat will probably win in seven as well. I think it's going to it's gonna be a back and forth series. I don't see them just running over the Celtics like they ran over the Bucks. I just don't see and it. Tyler Hill in game seven? I mean, it's got to come to. That's barring injury. You can't predict injury. Somebody gets hurt. I mean, it is what it is, but hopefully nobody gets hurt. And we have a clean seven-game series where the, the true best team advances. And shout out to the refs. Y'all are terrible. Y'all should be fired and embarrassed for what y'all are doing on a national stage. Y'all need to get it together. These and these files at the end of games to, to either send stuff to overtime or give teams a win, it is just ridiculous. It's horrible. 
Uh, and in the West, uh, I think I, I picked the Lakers in six, something like that. I think I'll probably stick with that only because I feel like the Nuggets are going to be out of gas. You come back from 3-1 twice and really didn't have a day off between any of those 14 games. You played those 14 games in 27 days or whatever. It's tough. I got Lakers and six also, but the X factors for the Nuggets to pull off that upset would be Michael Porter Jr. I still I still say he should be your starting small forward and yeah. have Jimmy Grant on the bench. Yeah, but him and Millsap is going to be the X factors in my opinion. And Millsap's going to have to come through with the timely defense and, and three-point shooting. What you got, Ramon? Now is the time to unleash Bobo. Yeah, if he could play, he, he could play. Find, I mean, have to find ways to get him on the court. If he could, uh, they could somehow run away with game one or game two, and you can get him in there in the fourth quarter while y'all are already up by 20 with about six minutes to go. I'd do that, Denver. Y'all, y'all need to get that man some, some playing time in in, uh, in an important situation. It'll help his growth. Yeah, overall, playoffs in the NBA ain't been too bad. So. What you got, Ramon? It'd be a Laker team. I got six. LeBron, MVP. MVP. I don't even think they announced the MVP yet. They're going to give it to Giannis, but if – I mean, he was the best player in the regular season, so I guess he deserves it, but you know, he really sold out in the, in the postseason. I mean, LeBron, just, if LeBron got it, it wouldn't be known. I don't think it would be that much of a crime. There's about four guys that could get it and nobody would complain. If they gave it to Harden, okay. If they gave it to Doncic, okay. Doncic, I don't know, they were kind of a low seed, but I mean, he was killing it. He was first team all NBA. So, if any one of those five guys, Anthony Davis, too, you give it to him, too. You can argue he's the best player on the Lakers this year. So, one of those guys should definitely get it, and nobody would really complain. Shout out to uh, the NBA, though, for leaving off Bradley Beal. First player in NBA history to average at least 30 and six and not be on any of the all NBA teams. Did not even make third team. Thirty and six. That's I only got maybe like two other, three other guys in the in the world that does that does that every year. Yeah, that's usually your first team NBA. But I don't know. I guess uh, they really put an emphasis on the team record because they. And give him a shot. You got anything you want to add, Ramon? Anything sports related? Anything life related? Uh, did you hear about the Floyd Mayweather on the call fight? Yeah, I did hear about that. I don't, I don't know why he would want to get in the ring with Mayweather, but he, he would get worked quick, fast, and in a hurry. Even though he's got the size advantage by quite a margin. He definitely would not. Logan Paul can't mess with Mayweather. That's just. That's, I don't know about that one. 
how many rounds do you think that one's going to be? A four-round fight, six-round fight? Because it's an exhibition match, so. I can't see that. Yeah, I can't see it being more than, like, four, five, six rounds. Any longer than that, and Logan Paul's putting his, his actual health at risk because Floyd Mayweather, he will hurt him. Yeah, um, that USC card is, was eh, kind of okay to come up. I like the Bellator cards that they got. Bill Davis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Leo Machida, Cat Zingano. I don't even remember that Cat Zingano. Yeah, it was a good set of fights, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then the UFC's they get, I think, their card, Kobe Covington versus somebody. And then Donald Cerrone got the cold main event. But the other good card is the one after that, that's the uh, cold uh, Adonis win fight. Uh, speaking of mixed martial arts, the UFC signed Michael Chandler today to a multi-fight contract, and they said he's going to be the third guy to uh, train and get ready in case either Khabib or uh, Justin Gates, she ended up getting COVID or getting injured. So that's interesting, I guess. Oh, it's um, it's cut uh, Kobe. What's the dude in Covington versus uh, Woodley? Yeah. Yeah, I hope uh, Tyron Woodley smashes him, but I don't think it's going to happen. We'll see, though. I think he will. Two similar similar styles. Did you uh, secure the PlayStation 5? Wait, say that again? Did you secure the PSI? I got a pre-order on Amazon, yeah. We'll see if my uh, my uh, order gets canceled in the near future because I heard some people's got canceled, but we'll see. I ain't really tripping if it does get canceled or not. I'm not in a rush to have it. Like, as long as I got it before the next man, that's all I really need it for. I'm not really worried about 2K this year. Yeah. 2K is too much of a, a grind. Yeah. So, yeah. Shout out to anybody who got their PS5 pre-order. Shout out to all the retailers that put the uh, PS5 on pre-order a day early and and made a lot of people mad. Y'all aren't cool for that, but nonetheless, it happens. Um, yeah, hopefully Ramon get that internet soon. Say you want to get that Twitch stream going, so that'd be cool. So yeah, y'all follow Ramon. Ramon, what's your at? I'm time Howell 21. There you go. Uh, Y'all follow me, uh, 504 Boy Troy, Twitter, Twitch. That's all I really use. Been back in the grind on Mutt. Finally got the uh, their latest Mutt Squads patch so I can stream again, which is good. So shout out to EA for taking too damn long to fix that. But 
at least it's fixed. So y'all check me out on Madden. Stream at least three to four days a week minimum, and I'll probably stream other games too. If I get if I get all my stuff around my birthday, I'll fire the uh, I'll fire up the day twenty one stream. And then get mad in the later. Other than that, that's all we got for y'all today. Y'all stay safe. Enjoy your sports. And we're out. Peace. Yeah.